0: Still love it loud. So do we. Rock and Pod returns to Nashville on Saturday, August twenty fifth. Over twenty five rock podcasts from all over North America recording on site. Vinyl and memorabilia dealers selling the best in rock merchandise and awesome rock musicians and personalities participating in signing sessions and on stage panel discussions throughout the day. Special guests include current and former members of Corn, Kiss, Angel, Winger, Loudness, except Bangtan. School of Rock Nashville, and School of Rock Franklin, a DBG Productions event.
1: This is the Decibel Deep Podcast. With Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak.
2: Welcome back to the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Aaron Camaro, joined as always by my good friend Chris Sinzak. And man, what a week it's been. It seems like a lifetime since the last time we recorded together and so much has happened between now and then. A lot's happened? Yeah. No, you didn't. You're just oblivious to everything, huh? Normal week for me. You just, you don't go on the internet.
3: No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't go on the internet. Lies. <laughs> yeah, the theme for the past week is lies. Yeah, right.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. But <laughs> I mean, all the crazy nuts, bullshit that's been going on this this these past couple of weeks now, it seems like, you know. But I kind of the worst thing I feel bad about mm-hmm. out of the whole thing yeah. was that like last week. We didn't really talk about what happened on the show the week before when we had Kevin Williams on and we did our Japanese metal episode.
3: And I've gone back and listened to that like three times. Yeah. Because it had so much music that I'd never heard before. And I've I, um, really gotten into it.
2: I got to tell you this. I'm totally hooked on uh, Sekima 2. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, man. The, the KISS band, the yeah. most KISS-like band. Mm-hmm they're freaking awesome man yeah. and now i want to get all their cds you know and not to mention all the other bands that were on there and you know i know i got some good responses from it i'm sure you've seen some too mm-hmm. and for the most part everybody that i saw really dug it you know and yep. really learned something from it just like we did the only complaint there was only one complaint that i saw in all the comments on it
3: What was
2: that? a band called gazette was left this. off so okay. I, don't, I don't know nothing about I it. It's that. something I'm going to have to check out. But mm. Kevin Williams, apparently you forgot Gazette. Gazette.
3: Well, and I also heard about one other band that was left off, but uh, I'll rectify that today.
2: Yeah? All right, and, cool. Yeah, that's good stuff. But yeah, a lot of great response to that. Yeah. And then last week with Ralph Vieira on the show, you know. Ralph was great. Those songs, man, some of those, I've never even heard of the Stranglers before, and that was freaking awesome. Or Stranger. Or Stranger. Yeah. Is that Stranger? Yeah. See, I don't even know. It's, 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 all so, it's all so new to me, yeah. you know, but that band was awesome. And a lot of those bands that he played, I'd never heard before, you know, and that's what six songs that, you know, whoever we have on <laughs> thinks you should hear. That's that's the way it's supposed to go.
3: Yeah, and uh, and, uh, and I have some, some crow to eat as far as Ralph's picks go. I kind of made fun of the Donnie Iris pick, and then when I went back and listened to it, I'm like, Oh, I remember the song and I, and I like it. So so I'm sorry, Ralph.
2: It's one of them songs where, you know, that's the
3: only apology I'm handing out this week is to Ralph. (laughs) In case those of you listening are waiting for one.
2: Right. Well, if you get an apology, you know, you know, it's serious, right? Real serious. Well, it was to talk about that, you know, because Mm -hmm. It's been called to my attention. You know, Metal Mike texted me and said, uh, I'd like to go bitch slap this podcast that's Mm -hmm. talking shit about you guys because they got their story all jacked up. Yeah, there was a... I didn't want to listen to it, but damn it. You know, I just get fucking curious, but... These guys get on my nerves so fucking bad. So you did listen to I it? I did listen to it. I wish I hadn't because it oh. made me mad, but these guys are fucking morons. Well, you know? I
3: um I didn't um I did not listen to it, but uh, I had so many people uh, on our side respond and basically state what was said on on this show and I'm not going to use their name because that's what they want.
2: I'm going to use their name. 3 trolls and their bots.
3: Oh, okay. Well, all right. I was thinking more like 3 kicks to the groin, but um It's got a ring to it. But, yeah, uh, not looking to deal with a feud because it's really not worth my time. It's just funny that some people don't let things go.
2: Um, Well, here's the thing I got out of it. uh, Leading into what their, their conversation ended up being was them, like, just beating the listener over the head, reminding them, you know, we do this cause we're honest and you know, people hate us because we're honest and this is all about honesty. And these guys wouldn't know fucking nothing about honesty. If it came up and wrapped its steam in piss flaps around their noses, they wouldn't
3: fucking know it. <laughs> nice kiss reference there. Um, okay, well, let me just, I only have one thing to say about it. Uh, it's, well, it may be a few things, but essentially from what I gather, the, uh, the whole overlying message was the events that took place recently, uh, Would not have occurred had I had a contract with the person in question that will never be named on this show again. Yeah, not true. Uh, Here's why. If your argument is that I should have had a contract, I can understand that argument from one perspective, but you're basing that argument off the fact that this person who shall not be named they made the decision to not appear at Rock and Pod.
2: Right. And by leaving that one fact right. out of your fucking narrative changes the whole thing. The fact that Chris was the one that said to this individual, mm-hmm. no thank you. Yeah. That changes your whole stupid argument.
3: But here cuz like here's your your argument is that, that I should have had a contract. Well, even if I did have a contract based on previous history with this person who shall not be named, I still would have canceled this person's appearance, so it wouldn't have made any difference at all.
2: Right, except then you would have had something held against you yeah, because it, you it were then ways. breaking the contract. Yeah. So, by not having the contract, it actually worked out in our favor because right. Rock and Pot Expo is still going to be a lot of fun, you know. And sure. it, and if there was a contract involved, then you know this person could have showed up and freaking ruined everybody's good time. You know, yeah. could have said, well, I'm here, but I don't want to be here and I'm being forced to be but, here you know, and it ain't no fun for me and I'm going to ruin it for everybody else.
3: And I, you know, and I have a sneaking suspicion that, um, had it been any other promoter and, you know, one that, uh, that doesn't host a podcast, you have an ax to grind with you probably would have taken a different stance on this. It must have been really hard to side with somebody that you've bashed for repeatedly for years. Of course, you also flip flopped numerous times in the last few months about that. So we see whose integrity is at stake here. Um, but that's really all I have to say about it. Um, I'm going to move on. I know you guys won't, and I know you'll, you'll continue to to talk shit. So sure. you go ahead. That's what you do. It, oh, hey. it seems to work for you, but you did lose a lot of listeners this past week because I heard from a lot of people that, uh, have been fans of your show for a long time, but after the stunt you pulled uh, said they will not listen to you again. I don't care, but just letting you know.
2: It's kind of nice that, you know, this podcast going out of their way to make special podcasts about our podcast. I know. We're the podcast that these podcasts make podcasts about.
3: Yeah, apparently so.
2: Douchebags.
3: I'm glad we idiots. live in your head rent free, but
2: that's Golly, cool. Golly, that apology was real, Michael. You really meant it.
3: <laughs> oh, I don't know what that's about. Um,
2: eating food while you're podcasting—what the hell? You know, really? there's got to be some kind of tact. You know, there's got to be some kind uh, of line of professionalism where you're not stuffing your face full of potato chips uh, while you're talking on a podcast. Well, come on—we
3: can't all be experts and the smartest people in the room. These guys get on my nerves so freaking bad. There's just such bullshit. Uh, life goes on. No, well, they might have
2: lost a few listeners, but they still have all their fucking fake ass likes. <laughs> here we go <laughs> I can't help myself I just
3: gosh darn it <sighs> no, you know hope you guys enjoyed all the content we provided for this person over the years but uh, no more oh man no more now what I don't know enjoy the silence as Depeche Mode said <laughs> especially when you have a book to promote right <laughs> that will be the, the last time I make a positive Depeche Mode reference also
2: wow that one went right over my head, too.
3: You don't remember the song, Enjoy the Silence? No. Oh, that was a Depeche Mode hit. Okay. Maybe well, I'm a bigger fan than I thought.
2: I guess. I don't know why. Uh, and then you pick on Ian for liking uh, The Cure. What's the difference? I'm not
3: a Depeche Mode fan.
2: Okay. Well, you seem to know a lot about them.
3: Let's just get back to Juice <laughs> Newton and shit like that. <laughs> oh, hey, man.
2: I'm honest. Yeah. All right. Let me remind you of that 50 times. All right.
3: But yeah, uh, but, uh, in, you
2: know, people that are honest don't have to go around reminding people that, that they're honest all the time. That is true.
0: Okay.
3: And I, but, uh, also, uh, on behalf of both of us, thanks everybody for so much yeah. support over the past week. It, it really did help through a, uh, a strange week. Yeah. Um, and that's and, the one thing I yeah. said,
2: you know, for all the shit that went down and for how south it went so fast, you know, and we knew these fucking idiots on this other show were going to give us hell. And, you know, that was expected typical and predictable that's you know that's the name of their game Mm -hmm. but uh you know it was a it's at its core it's a bummer because you know i know you're a a hater uh, slash fanboy it
3: it depends on if i drink my haterade in the morning
2: right which way i'm gonna go you know for years yeah we've had fun for years you know supporting this guy and hoping the day would come where he would come back and and not do exactly what he's done which you know he did so
3: yeah that's fine it is what it is
2: but guess what what Nobody's playing this guy on the radio and now nobody's playing him on podcasts.
3: So uh Mark St. John special coming soon, Christmas in July.
2: I would love that. Okay. I wish we could find somebody to talk to us about Mark Saint John because have to look into our him. experience in the past is we've tried to do Mark Saint John specials, but nobody really seems to have any interesting or good stories about the guy that they're willing to share. Yeah. So, you know, if you know somebody that knew Mark St. John, send them our way. We'd love to learn, because really, Mark St. John is more of an enigma than than the guy he replaced, because mm-hmm. he's gone. Yeah, you know, and you can't find him. You know, yeah. and and so the stories that are out there are now legendary, I guess. You mm-hmm. know, so talking about an enigma and a mystery. Yeah, we okay. want to learn more about Mark St. John. We have a Kismas in July around the corner, so for sure. Yeah, and in the meantime. There's a million great rock and roll bands out there that Mm -hmm. deserve to have some showcase that they just don't get. They don't get it on MTV because, well, fuck, MTV's dead. You know, it don't play music no more. It ain't like it used to be. So these kick-ass rock bands don't get the exposure there. Modern rock radio, well, as we've said here a million times, radio sucks Mm -hmm. for the most part. You know, there's a few exceptions here and there. But for the most part, turn it on right now. Stairway to Heaven, Free Bird. (laughs) Same Mm -hmm. shit you've heard over and over again for the last how many ever years you've been alive. Same shit over and over and over again. But you know what? Thank God for podcasting because not just us as we do today, the Radio Sucks Radio Show, and hopefully turn you guys on to some music and some bands that maybe are off the radar for you this is what podcasting is all about. We got a lot of brothers and sisters out there. You know, all these people are going to be at the rock and pod expo too, coming up on August 22nd here in Nashville. 26th. Or what I say? 22nd. Oh, I was wrong. I meant the Do you want to show up, I'm going to the... start partying you on wanna... the 22nd. All the way through fine.
3: the 28th. Okay.
2: Cause it's going to be a packed weekend of awesome stuff going on friday saturday and sunday we
3: will uh yeah we'll get fully into the details on that as we go along today right on Um, but uh yeah we have some uh some cool bands to showcase today it's another radio sucks show you're gonna hear some old some new anything we want to play
2: yeah it's all gonna rock you're probably gonna love it all and you're probably gonna walk away from this today just like you do every time you listen to radio sucks radio show going i've got a new favorite band that's right so that's how it works. All right, so, so let's
3: get down to the real business. Yeah, today. let's
2: take care of the business. Now that we got the bullshit out of the way, we get down to what we do best. And that's kick ass and podcast. And that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to start out like this. iTunes reviews and Facebook reviews. We love them a lot. We got a couple of new ones right here. First one comes to us from iTunes from our good friend Andrew Jacobs. Five stars. That guy loves us. We love him, too. Decibel Geek has become a cottage industry at this point with their podcast. Their website, packed with excellent articles slash reviews from their many great writers... I had the privilege of being one of them for about a year, a while back. Mm-hmm. Decibel Geek TV on YouTube, and as of 2017, the Rock and Pod Expo, which is the very first of its kind that combines rock and metal music and podcasting into an all-day convention-style format. Chris C., I'm too lazy to type out or copy and paste his long ass last name. There's a
3: lot of people getting my last name. Wrong.
2: <laughs> You're just Chris C now. Yeah. Make it easy pronounce, on everybody. W- Pronounced with an umpty. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh huh. And Aaron Camaro, don't forget me. We have more <laughs> or less set the standard for rock and metal podcasting. That's not us saying it. That's Andrew Jacobs. He says great stuff. That's an awesome review. Andrew Jacobs has been a supporter of ours for well, very, since pretty the much re- the beginning. very beginning. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Love him.
0: All right,
3: and we got a cool Facebook review too.
2: Heck yeah, this one's five stars also. This is the way we like them, man. This is great. We, you guys have been kicking ass with these. This one comes to us from Mike Hogg. It's five stars on Facebook. This is one of the best podcasts. The boys are informative and funny, and yes, they do know what they talk about. Need some more Aussie metal on for sure. Mm. Keep it up. Aussie Mike.
3: We should do another one of those. Definitely, there's a mean, lot of bands we missed yeah. out on the first time,
2: and that was a fun one to do that time. Yeah, when we did our Aussie rock episode, and we should definitely probably do another one because, like you say, Australia is a hotbed for good rock music. Yeah. You know, sometimes you know say Australia, you know, yeah, like, oh ACDC. Mm-hmm. Well, no, there's a whole lot more than that. You know, and if if you're not sure, go back in the archives, check out that episode, and if you're from Australia, and you know, you go back and listen to that one, and tell us about all the bands that we missed, so that next time around. We'll hit them all.
3: Yep. And uh, our other favorite people, the Geeks of the Week this week, these are the people that shared on Facebook and retweeted on Twitter, Last week, six songs Ralph Vieira thinks you should hear. Geeks of the week this week are Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, Steve Wright, Mark Adams, Mike Parnell, Ian Wildly from Rock and Metal Combat. Ralph Vieira shared it. Oh, yeah. Rock and Ron Runyon, Otto Erling Gregerson, Joseph Capone, Sneed Rock, Derek Laba, Joe Lascon, Victor Ruiz, Sean Cullen, Billy Hardaway, Mark Alden Taylor, Freeform Rock Podcast, Andrew Jacobs, James Brendan Dunn, Cool World, Jessica Diane, Bill Elam, David Cathy, Joseph C. Belly, Wayne Cross, Matt Porter from The Kiss Room. Chris McDowell, Adam Cox, Aaron Baker, Shane Aber, Greg McGlone, Luis Joe Ribeiro, GAMF, Save Rock and Metal, Janet X, Sonny Pooney, Bobby Valentine Army, Sean Franklin, Digital Killed the Radio, star Tom Smoke, Christopher Stokes, Jay Shabluski Jeffrey Mendenhall, Stephen Michael from the Growing Up Rock podcast, Ernesto Aguiar, and of course... The, the Mooger, Mooger fooger.
2: fooger. that's right. Those are our people, the people out on the streets of the internet, sharing and retweeting, resharing and re-retweeting, making sure everybody out there knows what we got going on here on Decibel Geek. Just spreading the word of rock and roll. You know, yeah. that's basically been our our motto and our mantra since the very beginning. Let's help keep rock and roll alive. Let's help people that may be out there in places of the world where they're you know trying to tune into the local radio station to see what's new, and they go, "Wow, man, this just ain't rock like I remember it to be." Well, guess what? You've been deceived because there are plenty of bands out there that still kick as much ass as they did back in the day. Mm -hmm. And a lot of bands that carry that same spirit and we're going to do it. We are the ones that are going to give it to you the way you need it. Yep. That's what we do. So let's get to some music. You've got the first choice. Oh man, I am so, so happy this week. I mean, with all the crazy shit that went down, there was one thing that just brought me above everything else that was going on. And that was the fact that in my mailbox from Frontiers Records appeared the new Jizzy Pearl CD. It's called All You Need a Soul. It's awesome. Dude, it's so good. Like, I'm telling you, you know I'm a big love-hate fan. I'm a huge respecter of Jizzy Pearl, but man, you know, even if I wasn't a fan, this album is just so freaking good. There's not one bad song on this, you know, and most of the songs are hard rocking and heavy. We played You're Gonna Miss Me when I'm Gone a few weeks ago when we had Nick Teeter on the show, which Mm -hmm. is an amazing song. Like, probably the perfect single off of it. But again, you know, I know this becomes cliche after a while because you find yourself saying it about certain albums, and I never want this to become so cliche that you're just throwing it out there like it doesn't mean anything. But damn it, there's not one bad song on this entire album. And for me to pick one song to showcase today was really difficult. Like, I had to listen to the album over and over and over again, which I say I had to, but I wanted to because I can't really seem to stop listening to it because it's so freaking good. Let me tell you this. If you're a fan of Love Hate from back in the day this doesn't misstep that at all i mean this fits right along this could be a love hate album the album cover even says jizzy pearl of love hate you know that's how tight this is with the style and the sound of love hate this is basically it's a 2018 love hate album Mm -hmm. it's so good don't have to take my word for it i'm gonna give you a taste off of here this is a backtrack, a little further down the track listing on the album but man Again, I could have picked any song off here, but I'm going to go with this one because if I don't, I'm going to change my mind in two minutes. But this one's awesome. (laughs) It's Jizzy Pearl, and the tune's called Frustrated. So much,
3: yeah. That's a good song. The, the whole album is just amazing, Chris. I'm telling you, it's so good. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of it. If the year ends today, that's my number
2: one album. Really? No question about it. You're
3: putting that ahead of the Priest album? Right Shit, now? yeah. Wow,
2: it's so good. No, I definitely have to hear it. But I really loved Love Hate back in the yeah, day. I know, you know, and uh, you know, like we talked about when Nick um, Darren Householder mm-hmm. plays guitar on this, and Darren was in Love Hate towards like the later yeah, era a great, of the he's band. A great player. Have you ever heard any, it like, I didn't even realize this till I was like, after I got the album, was like, you know, Darren, I know he was in the band, I wonder mm-hmm. what he's done in between, you know, there, but he was one of them guys that was a really good guitar player that came out with, like, instrumental rock yep, albums, I had stuff. no idea.
3: Yeah, he's known as a bit of a, te- a technician type guitar Kind of like a Guy Man Dude yeah, or a Jason Shredder. Becker, or mm-hmm.
2: kind of a Shredder thing, you know, yep. but...
3: I've heard some of his solo stuff. The
2: stuff that he did with Love Hate, I mean, yes, that was after Love Hate was off of pretty much everybody's radar. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still getting the CDs, ordering them from Japan at that time, but some of that stuff that were, when he was in the band, you know, not to take anything away from the the classic era of Love Hate, Mm -hmm. but some of that stuff with Darren Householder is really freaking good, and it makes me happy that Jizzy Pearl was able to hook back up with him to appear on this album, because, I mean... Man, he's put together an awesome band. I hope they tour on it. I hope they come to Nashville. I mean, Nick's here, you know. He's he's the the record label man. Maybe he can pull <laughs> some strings, make some things happen. Because we would love to see Jizzy Pearl here in Nashville. But in the meantime, if He's out playing anywhere. Even if it's just in Southern California somewhere, Mm -hmm. down in Vegas or wherever, you got to go see him because, man, I've seen Jizzy Pearl live years ago with L.A. Guns, and he's an amazing front man, commands the crowd, commands the stage, and please, please do yourself a favor. Hit us up at decibelgeek.com. Go through our Amazon link and get this album, All You Need Is Soul by Jizzy Pearl. I promise you're going to love it.
3: Cool. So for my first pick... You know, and I said I was going to rectify one thing that was left off the Japanese metal show. Which was, you know, and, 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 and in fairness, Kevin, he did, he tried to not pick the obvious.
2: Right. Yeah. So, um, and I did see some of that where people were like, I can't believe you didn't play, you know, yeah. easy. Oh, you know, well, yeah. that's too easy. And to,
3: and know? this was probably the first band that came to a lot of people's mind. And that's loudness. Yeah, for sure. You know,
2: I know some people were like, you didn't say loudness. Right. Like,
3: no, we did. You got to listen
2: to the show. Yeah. We did talk about them.
3: And, uh, you know, but I'm going to play something off their eighth studio album that came out in 1989. It's called Soldier of Fortune. And, uh. It was their first album with uh, Mike Vasera singing for them. And as you know, Mike Vasera will be a guest at the Rock and Pod Expo. So right I'm, I'm excited to talk to him about the making of this record. Um, it was a third album that was produced for Loudness by Max Norman after Thunder in the East in 85 and Lightning Strikes in 86. And uh, this is a really solid album. It really flew under the radar at the time, but it's good songs from start to finish. And I'm going to play. This is the one that had the video for it, and it's a really killer track. This is called You Shook Me. Vocals and uh, some awesome playing by uh, Akira Takasaki. There, heck yeah, man!
2: Shredding, boy, that dude could sing, man. Yeah, holy moly!
3: Loudness is just a fucking great band.
2: Totally underrated. Yeah, I'm glad we got to rectify that today. You know, people were upset we didn't talk more about Loudness, but today. You get the whole song, and you know what? Come on to Nashville on August 25th. Hang yeah, out with us nice. and Michael. Yeah. You know, and bring bring your Loudness albums, bring yeah. your Ingve Melmstein stuff Obsession, that he's worked on. Yeah, yeah you know, and
3: a metal. there's all kinds lot of, lot of cool stuff. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
2: he's going to be there. You ask him questions. That's the beauty of the Rock and Pot Expo. People don't know people make assumptions about rock and pod and say oh well you know it's it's a expo so it's going to be like this or it's going to be like that but anybody that makes assumptions about the rock and pod expo without actually having experienced it has no idea what mm-hmm. this really is and how unique and different the rock and pod expo is from any other expo I've ever been to in my entire life and I've been to a bunch of different kinds you know mm-hmm. cuz they're fun None of them are as fun as this. And I think the coolest thing about it is you can walk up to a guy like Michael Vicera and say, hey, man, I've got this Loudness album here. You know, will you Mm -hmm. sign it for me? Sure, I'll sign it for you. You know, hey, I got a question about this. And he's
3: going to answer your question. You know, all these artists... You know, the majority of the guests are going to be... Basically, available to just sit there and hang and talk with
2: you. Right. Like I said, you know, Paul Taylor will be there. You want to talk to him about his days in Alice Cooper. You want to talk to him about his times in Winger. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to get that stuff signed. These guys are going to be accessible that's the it's beauty what, of part it. part of what makes it's, Nashville great too. Because it's a, it's a relaxed environment. It's a totally relaxed environment it's peaceful, it's fun you know we're all there celebrating the same thing and we're all there for the right reasons mm-hmm. so you know I guarantee you if you love hard rock and metal the way that we love hard rock and metal then you are going to absolutely love spending the day at the Rock and Pod Expo because trust me brothers and sisters this one's going to be right up your alley. Definitely. It's going to be so much fun. Alright
3: so what do you got next?
2: So I said Jizzy Pearl would be my number one album of the year if it ended today but you know when it comes like a week or two before the rock and pod expo i might change my mind only because there's a new enough enough album coming out oh yes
3: what a year it is it's your year isn't it it really is we just need a new ugly kid joe album and, and what are you waiting circle's for complete come on stevie rochelle <laughs> and a tough record too. Yeah. yeah i had
2: uh it was funny on my birthday i had uh uh, Fulio from the Cheeseheads with Attitude wished me a happy birthday, and I told him what I wanted was a, a CWA show in Nashville this fall. We have a Packer bar.
3: We do. And right behind said, the Rocket uh, Bar.
2: Right, yeah. Well, that's where all the people end up hanging out and yeah. eating at the scoreboard. That's our Packer bar. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Did you he like, say you're insane? Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> you know, no, you said it would be awesome, and it would, and I would love that. But, uh, yeah, man, enough's enough new music. And we went and seen Chip and the band, you know, not Mm -hmm. too long ago. And, man, they were so good live. Yeah. I mean, and we talked about this a little bit before. The lineup that Chip has got together for this band is quite possibly the strongest lineup they've ever had. You know as far as tightness as far as musicianship as far as you know how great they sounded Mm -hmm. you know and i know there's people out there be like ah yeah how can you say that you know without including donnie v you know but Mm -hmm. man even without donnie v this band is firing on all cylinders which is it's hard to imagine i admit you know being a huge enough snuff fan from all the way back in Mm -hmm. the day it's hard to imagine enough snuff without donnie v but man chip's been running it man he's been making it happen and I'm so glad that Donnie was the one that came to Chip and said, man, why don't you just sing it? Instead yeah. of going and trying to find somebody that sounds like Donnie, mm-hmm. you just take well, the reins. Well,
3: we're also going to get new music from Donnie V soon, too. So right. So we're going to get the best
2: of both worlds. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. I love it. And I'm so looking forward to hearing the new Enough's Enough that I just, I can't wait. Because they released the single. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I have, I don't listen to a whole lot of radio. But when I do listen to it, I don't hear the hot new single from Enough's Enough. No. that's It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Radio stations should be playing this stuff. Why? Why can't they? This is a great freaking song. Why not spin it? What what's what would it hurt? What if what if somebody heard this and called up the radio station and said, Holy shit, what was that? It was amazing. What would the problem be with that? Why not take the chance? Why not give the people an opportunity to hear something like this? I'll tell you why. Cause radio sucks. But that's what you got us for. So enjoy this right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. Who loves their Enough's Enough very, very much. And we appreciate them. And we will always support them. This is the brand new one. And it's a tune called Metal Heart.
4: It's time to go.
2: for enough's enough
3: i know and the metal heart i was wondering if it was an accept cover or something no well, no i don't it's think one so of my favorite accept album yeah that's a great heart. accept album that is a really but great no, one. I, I dug that a lot i think it's it, it, musically it sounds great
2: yeah it does i mean the band right now i mean a lot of people probably don't realize this you know the the drummer mm-hmm. in enough's enough oh yeah he's got rhythm it's in his blood yes he does his dad is dusty hill from zz top that's right I know he probably is like, oh, man, don't tell nobody that because he <laughs> wants to stand out on his own, I'm sure. But, man, that's a hell of a thing. No, you know, chips him enough found phone. You look, who's got the rhythm? Who's got it in their blood? Who's got it in their soul? This guy. He's got it. And then, you know, you got uh, uh, Tony in there from he was in Ultravox. Yeah. Now, I don't know nothing about Ultravox, but I went and checked out the stuff that mm-hmm. he was in.
3: Pretty cool, yeah. Different, they're big over in Europe. Yeah, they're yeah. a
2: big UK band. Yeah, you know, a little different. Mm-hmm. Not quite usually what I listen to, but still really, but that really plays good.
3: Into kind of the glam rock influence, right? But, you know, the seventies glam rock influence is enough's enough too, right? Yeah,
2: and yeah. Uh, of course, Tori. You yeah. know, and I'm not going to try to say his last name because St- I never can get it
3: Stuffergen, right. I think is how you okay. Say it. Sounds good to me. Well, those dude, guys with hard to spell last names. Are, you guys got to stick we gotta together. Stick together, man.
2: You guys with your. Double vowels and all that crazy shit in your names.
3: Yeah, Wheel of Fortune names.
2: Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know, Pat. I give up. I have no idea <laughs> what the hell this could even be. Are there any vowels in this word? Where are they? What
3: is this? Yeah, Tori's a hell of a guitar player.
2: He is. And you know what? He's a guy that you can tell he respects the music of Enough's Enough Snuff. We talked to Tyson about it, how those guys were big Enough's Enough Snuff fans. And you can tell that this guy has so much respect for the legacy of Enough's Enough Snuff that he is the perfect guy to have playing guitar in this band. So basically, look at it on paper right there. This is an awesome band. Now, go check them out live when they come to your town because they're constantly touring. We really wanted to get Chips Enough at the Rockin' Pod this year, and he was all about it, but he's, you know, he's like I said, they're elsewhere. busy. Those yeah. guys are so busy all the time, but we're going to do it next year, damn it. He
3: said he wanted to be here. we
2: got to get Chip next year. Yeah. You guys have no idea how much fun it is, some of you might, to hang out with Chips Enough. Yeah, He's just, I don't know. I just feel cooler standing next to the guy. The value of the neighborhood goes up when he walks in. You know, it just, your world lightens. Everything feels better kind of like listening to enough's enough music it all goes together yeah so um, august 10th i think is when it comes out uh diamond boy is the title of the album mm-hmm. enough's enough they're my ears best friends
3: so my next pick and like as anyone who's followed the show knows my last week has been a little busy um and i've had a lot going on uh
2: because you're a fanboy
3: hater that's true um, so with that said, I didn't really get to do a lot of homework for my song picks and this is definitely going to be one of those. This is one where I even got a song pick from, so I got two of my song picks came from other people right? On. just cause I was so busy. Um, we're not above
2: opening our eyes and our minds and no. our ears to suggestions from people that listen to this show because Hey, if you listen to this, we know you have good taste in music.
3: So I, um, was hanging out with our good friend, Andy Lafon the other night, awesome. going to a concert that I will talk about in a little while. And, um, I was just like. We're going to do another Radio Suck show, and I still have a couple of picks to do. Give me a song to play. And he said, Play The Secret of Flight by Saxon off their latest album, Thunderbolt. Good enough song to put on a Radio Sucks episode, so a- Andy yeah. has great taste in music, so I knew he'd pick something cool.
2: You know, if I was driving down the road in my car, and I'm just listening to the rock local rock station, and they're playing me all the Imagination Dragons and the Muses and all that stuff, and then that came on, I'd probably crash my car.
3: Maybe that's why they don't play it on the radio.
2: And then get on top of it and be like, woo,
3: yeah! <laughs> Remind me not to play saxon when we go for a road trip next what But year. how blown would your mind be if you were driving
2: down the road and they played the new Saxon? Yeah. You'd be like, holy shit. My whole, everything's changed now. Radio does not not suck anymore. They just, they have proved us wrong by playing Saxon, the new song. I don't think we got to worry about that. Probably not. Radio sucks. All right. We get it. Another thing that radio sucks for is taking classic bands and playing one or two songs out of their massive catalog. Yep. This irritates the shit out of me. One of my favorite bands of all time, you know, and and we've talked about this a little bit on past episodes, bands that, well, like by doing this show, like I've heard from a lot of the listeners that get turned on to stuff they never heard before or never really took the chance to get into, there's a lot of bands that I didn't really listen to before we started doing the show, before I learned a new appreciation for them. Before Decibel Geek, I wasn't a big Thin Lizzy guy. Because I only knew Jailbreak, mm-hmm. you know, and just a handful, of a couple of songs that they play on the radio. And I just was like, eh, yeah, they're all right, you know. And, you know, Foghat. Foghat was another band. I didn't give two shits about Foghat until we started digging into some of their stuff, doing different subjects on this show. Now I consider myself to be a huge <laughs> Foghat fan. Another band that I've basically gone out and hunted down everything I could find by this band and never really knew nothing about them before other than... We're an American band.
5: Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, most people probably can't name any other Grand Funk songs besides we're an American band. But that's awful. And that's radio's fault. They did that to you. They misled you to think Grand Funk only had one song. For the love of God, these guys have a massive catalog of albums that they've been coming out with since like the late 60s, early 70s. This band's been around forever and they've got a, seems like a million great songs. I'm going to lay one on you today that you probably haven't heard. Now, if I was turning on my classic rock station, if you could squeeze this in between Freebird and Stairway to Heaven or something like that, this would be great because not only did it make sense back then, it definitely makes sense in the world we live in today. And I think it would speak to people, but sadly, most people aren't going to get an opportunity to hear this song unless, of course, you're listening to the Decibel Geek Podcast. So for you faithful listener we love so much a gift. This is Grand Funk Railroad and an awesome song you've probably never heard before and it's called Politician.
1: a politician
5: Accept no substitute
0: except accept accept. Balls, accept balls to the wall on portrait now saxon's
5: hard rock crusade destroys america saxon crusader on career now ha!
2: All right, before we get back into the Radio Sucks radio show right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast, what is this, volume 33?
3: 33. Wow. And a third.
2: We really stumbled onto something with this years ago. This is a good go-to.
3: Especially after the week we had. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Radio Sucks don't take a whole lot of research. It don't take a whole lot of work. You know, this should speak to somebody working on a radio station or somebody in charge of of the playlist, you know, the program manager. It's not hard. Just listen to some music and be like, you know what? I want to give it a chance. Why can't you want to give something a chance? No, we don't give chances to music. We play the songs that we think everybody knows and loves, and that's it.
3: I had a a friend of the show, Paul Korn, put a post up saying something like, I know radio plays songs all the time and everything, the same songs all the time, but... He said that uh, the Jane's Addiction song, Been Caught Stealing, he heard like three times in the same day. Yeah, that's one of them. It's like the song hasn't been a single since, what, 1991?
2: No, but they just, they gotta <laughs> but they, play it. And I never, I can like never understand. That's like one of my understand. least favorite songs by that band. Oh, too. they've got some great songs, like
3: "Mountain Song. Yeah, that was a single, but it never but gets played. But it never played. gets
2: played, and that's way better than that song. Yeah,
3: it's either, it's either Been Caught Stealing or Jane Says. It's the only two songs they ever play by then. That was a
2: band that... MTV and radio made me hate. Yep. And then later on, when I actually, like, somebody's playing it and I'm hearing some of the other songs, I'm going, wow, wha? is this what I think it is? Because, you know, I thought I didn't like Jane's Addiction, but it turns out some of these other songs are really freaking good. Turns out I just don't like those two songs. Yep. But those are the only two songs anybody ever played me. Mm. that's like if you had kool-aid i want to try kool-aid well i'm gonna give you two shitty flavors here's some black licorice kool-aid and here's some poop flavored kool-aid and yeah you know, yeah they're like well i don't like kool-aid oh well maybe you haven't tried cherry or maybe you haven't tried berry blast or you know all these different flavors you wouldn't know because nobody's ever offered it until all they've ever offered me was shit
3: you and i know, don't like it you want to know what kind of kool-aid i don't like these days what kind? The pink kind. Oh yeah, yeah. kind of
2: leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It really does. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
3: Anyway, but I'm just um, saying, you know. Yeah, but um, uh, I here's the here's the Amazon uh, update. We don't have an Amazon update this week, not because okay. you guys didn't buy anything, but because the report that I usually use is being a bitch this week and didn't Oh,
2: work. so it banned you. And then it banned all your friends. And then it it banned the
3: entire world. Yeah, And Amazon started bad-mouthing me. It was really strange. Um, All right. Novice. (laughs) Novice. All right. But instead of doing the Amazon thing, why don't we give people an update on the Rocket Pod Expo on some of the things that have been announced and are going on since you heard the show last?
2: Okay, yeah, because I've seen that there were some good big things to know yes. some exciting things
3: some really exciting things some some guest announcements that came out recently uh, Stephen steven of kick tracy was announced recently
2: Shit, yeah um, one of my i, I consider kick Trace, kick tracy to be one of the most underrated hard rock bands to come out of that whole sunset strip thing you know a little too late for them mm-hmm. but awesome
3: and uh Drew Fortier from Bang is coming and he's actually helping me on the organizational side with some stuff. We're having a phone call tomorrow.
2: Right on. He's got that awesome Bang Tango movie he's yep. gonna be releasing for the fans there and yep. everything else. I'm excited to talk to him and Steven about mm-hmm. this Zen, Zen from, from Mars. Mars. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping maybe we can get him to play a little bit for us. That'd be interesting. I love it. It's got chips enough in it. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't realize the, the beautiful woman that plays piano in that band, plays mm-hmm. keyboards, that's Chip's wife. Oh, really? Man, that guy. That's pretty cool. Well, that's beautiful awesome. wife. Awesome
3: dude. He's got it all. Awesome. One of the best bands in the world. Comes out with great albums all the time. Mm-hmm. And also a uh, former guest of the show, Andre LaBelle, is coming to the expo. That's super cool,
2: man. We love Andre LaBelle. He came on with the show with us a while back, and we had a really great discussion with him about mm-hmm. it you was, know, it was all the, things that shall not be named.
3: It was the He sh- Who Shall Not Be Named special um, <laughs> part four or five, part five, I think. Yeah, that's what it
2: was. This is going to be difficult.
3: Yes. Well, it has been, hasn't it? Well, yeah,
2: because um, I just edited yeah, myself. But
3: Andre's done a lot more than that. And I'll yeah. that and that announcement, as of this recording, will be going out after this recording. So. Well,
2: I'm really excited about that because in Atlanta, I thought Andre was going to be there. And I got my yeah, Sky CD and, you know, Robert Fleischman yeah. signed it, which was awesome. But mm-hmm. I wanted Andre to sign it, too, because I really liked Andre. He yeah. was a lot of fun when he was on the show and he was super sweet to us. So, yeah, so he's coming in. So I'm school. bringing my Sky CD back to get it autographed properly.
3: And the, the, the big... Guest announcement uh was uh Punky Meadows and Frank Demino and also Danny Farrow from uh the, well Frank and Punky from Angel. That's cool. And uh Danny Farrow plays in, in the band that in Punk Frank and Punky's band now. And uh, you know, it, a lot of Angel fans are excited about that.
2: Shoot sure, yeah, because I mean Angel sightings nowadays are kind of a rarity. You yeah. know, it's not something that's happening all the time. These guys aren't aren't constantly touring or anything. Right. So when they do pop up, you gotta take a chance to see them. Now I know a while back they did their whole big thing down in Vegas. Well, here's an opportunity for people in the middle part of the country that makes it a little more accessible to them. Because Angel's one of them bands that, you know, they're probably more revered today mm-hmm. than they ever were when they were actually, you know, a band creating albums in their what you would consider their heyday. Yeah. I think people recognize their awesomeness today a lot easier <laughs> yes. than they did then. So you know, for them to come back around now is pretty damn That's awesome. Pretty cool. So the people that are fans of this band, yeah, you know, they they may not number in like the Rolling Stones or Kiss or Beatles or Guns N' Roses, but the people that are fans of Angel, love them, are big freaking fans yeah. of Angel, man. And they're, they're gonna love this band. And yeah. so this is gonna be really cool to see some of these awesome hardcore mm-hmm. fans get to interact yep. with the guys from Angel.
3: And they'll be on, they'll be there selling merch and everything and um, also they're going to be appear on stage for a uh, discussion of Angel's history and their solo right work and also talking about what they're going to plan for in the future. Nice. So that'll be Man, cool. I'd love to hear some new music from them. Yeah. That'd well, be punk, badass. Well, Punky had a really good um, solo album that came out this past year and yeah. then also Frank had one not long ago too. Right on. So, uh, yeah, but it'd be cool to see them do something together. Together, yeah. yeah. Very cool. And I've got another thing involving Angel I'm going to mention near the end of the show so stay tuned for that right on awesome gofundme.com slash uh pod 2018 ten dollars and up donors uh you get access to a vip group on facebook only the only the donors get to be in that group and you will get exclusive audio recorded for right um Expo donors, and that includes uh, some newer stuff. That It's been a lot of interviews with the podcasters, special roundtable discussions. Uh, some of the newer stuff that's come out, there's a thing called the Fun Size Podcast is being created just for you guys, cool. and that's hosted, it's a music trivia game show hosted by Ken Mills, the Pod Father, and um, he's he's had two guests on so far, and he asked me today if I wanted to come on it, and you know I'll never pass up a chance to do music trivia, so I will be on it soon, too. Oh, man, I want to do you that. You want to do it,
2: too? You know what? I went to a little Kiss Expo one time and ended up up on stage like i Mm -hmm. signed up for it but didn't really realize what i was signing up for and then it was like a live game show thing yeah and then i was like oh shit i can't do this i'm gonna be up there with kiss (laughs) experts and ace was a little kid then he's like well you're you can do this dad you know all that stuff (laughs) and i was like oh man you know now my kids look at me i gotta go do it you know what i freaking won and i won a cool gift bag and a bunch of cool kiss stuff in it it was awesome awesome I want to do some rock and roll trivia. I'm pretty good at that stuff. I
3: challenge you all. Right. And also, uh, Victor Ruiz, who also does uh, these one-on-one interviews, are just really cool laid-back chats with some of the podcasters. He's done Stephen Michael from Growing Up Rock, Lee McCormick from Tramps Like Us, and recently Baco from Cobras and Fire. So that's all exclusive audio, just $10 you donate to the GoFundMe. You get that. Uh, Obviously, if you want to actually come to the expo, go to rockinpod.eventbrite.com. There's links in the show notes for all this. Get your tickets. And and get your tickets and come hang out with us all weekend. Sorry for being
2: such a flake, Victor. I promise I'll do your show real soon. Uh, I promise.
3: It's hard. Smack your hand with a ruler. Um, it's hard sometimes. All right. So, yeah. So, that's that's the update, and uh, let's get back to
2: What music. about Cobra Fest? Don't forget Cobra Fest. We'll
3: listen to Cobras and Fire for the
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Hey, look. You guys, if nothing else, there's a new song by Monster Truck oh, called, great. called True Rocker. Yeah. And if you want to hear the premiere of that, listen to the latest Cobras and Fire. That song is freaking awesome. And Baco and Loose Cannon are just Two of my favorite people me in the too. whole world. No podcast on earth makes me laugh as hard as those guys do, except for maybe rock and metal combat. They're
3: right up there together. But those right. guys, yeah. you know,
2: I, it's amazing to me sometimes like we, they, they say we inspired them to create their podcasts. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I listen to their podcasts and go, damn it. We inspired these guys, but they're so much better than us. It's not fair.
3: I'm not going to go that far.
2: Well, they're pretty damn I still, good.
3: Uh, no, they're, they're really good. I'm still say we're better, but that's the, uh,
2: I don't know if we're as funny. That's the prick in me coming out. Yeah, we're not. Well, hey, let me be honest because Mm. we're all about honesty. And let me remind (laughs) you what an honest person I am. And uh, honestly, I can tell you because I am so honest. And sometimes people hate us because we're so honest. And honestly, that's the honest truth. That's funny though. Honestly,
3: my next song pick is by a band who did a song called "Honestly." Oh, nice! See that? See that? I'm that we're, still the master yeah. of the segue.
2: <laughs> they can't take
3: that away from me. No, you. you can't take that away. I'm a novice, but I'm good at a segue. Don't need a contract for that shit. That's right. All right. So my next pick, uh, as I mentioned, I was going to a concert with Andy LaFon the other night, and the concert we, we were going to see was Striper. Nice. And Striper came to Nashville on the Goddamn Evil Tour and kicked ass. Yeah, and, uh, it was. It, that band is watertight. They are so good, and it was at this place called the Cannery Ballroom. I swear to God, the sound in that place—it was a—they had it at arena level volume. It was yeah. my ears hurt for two days after the show. Nice. It was so loud, but uh, fantastic show. If you get a chance to see Striper do it, Perry Richardson fits in like a glove with that band. Oh, you know it. He you was, know it. They look good, they sounded good, the it Michael is like fantastic. Some of the
2: stuff I've seen on live online, like they're rejuvenated with Perry.
3: They had a great energy and the set list was killer. Like old stuff, new stuff. It, it you got everything you wanted on there. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna play the title track off the new album. This song's called Goddamn Evil. <laughs>
2: Remind you again how honest we are,
3: because we are honest. Oh, Oh, and the Cobras and Fire uh, latest episode is uh, called "He Who Shall Not Be Named" Evasion. Oh, nice! I thought that was
2: pretty clever. That is pretty clever. Really rolls off the tongue. You know why Striper's got to play so loud? Why? So even God in heaven can hear him and rock out, and he does. Well, he he heard them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I bet he did. All right, cool. So we move on. Here's one I bet you a good majority of our audience has never heard of, because I don't think, Chris, you even heard of this one. <laughs>
3: Not till today.
2: Now, Bob Kulik has come up in conversation quite a few times over the past couple of weeks. Okay. When we had the mighty Brent Fitz on the show, we talked about how awesome the, the Kulik brothers were on the Kiss Cruise, and mm-hmm. we had a good conversation about Bob with him, mm-hmm. and then last week... Dr. Fuck, Ralph, turned us on to Blackthorn. Blackthorn. Yep. And so I was like, man, you know, we're on a roll with this Bob Kulik stuff, so let's keep it going here. Because I've got one for you. Here's a band from the 90s that Bob was in called Murderer's Row. This is some good stuff. I had never heard this before. Obviously, I guess in the 90s, I did over under the radar somehow. I guess, you know, radio sucked back then too Mm -hmm. because they wouldn't give a band like this a chance. Why? I don't know. Maybe because the guitar playing is too freaking good for a radio station. Maybe it fucks up the airwaves. Like, nope, sorry, the guitar is just too kick-ass in this song. We cannot play this. But this is a really good band. They've got the dude that played keyboards with um, New England. Uh, Jimmy Waldo is in this band. And they've got... uh, Oh, shoot. What's his name? Uh, David Isley? You know what I'm talking about? The lead singer he was in? um, Yeah, I know the name. I think Alcatraz. And, oh, man, he did some other stuff, too. But he was a pretty well-known singer. But this is kind of like a super group that Bob was in. And, like I said, I think this one came out in, like, 96. The band's called Murderer's Row. You can thank me for this one after we're done because this is badass. Check out just the shredderificness of Bob Kulick on this tune, and it's called Hangman's Moon. stuff, huh? Isn't that great? I love it. Bob Kulik
3: does not get his due for his guitar. He playing.
2: really doesn't, you know, and that's what made, made it kind of dawn on me because, like I said, the, in the past few episodes, Bob Kulik's name keeps coming up, and I thought, mm-hmm. well, how cool is that? You know, let's keep this tradition rolling now because here's another example of Bob Kulick just kicking ass, and you know, he's, I guess people know him as the guy that was almost in Kiss, yeah. and the guy that played on Paul Stanley's solo album, which good Lord, you know, that's a freaking guitar album right there. I mean, oh, yeah. that's as far as guitar playing goes, Paul Stanley's soul album is one of my favorite guitar rock albums yeah. out there because it's, loaded, it's just, riff. it's loaded, man. It's mm-hmm. so good. And you know, everybody I talk to says, Bob's a really cool guy. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's loving what the Kulick brothers are doing oh, together. Yeah. I'd incredible. love, to see, I'd love them guys to take that on the road on oh, their own, too. you know, cause I would definitely buy tickets to see that but yeah, Bob Kulick got to give the guy his due because he's definitely, he deserves it, you know, cause he's
3: badass. That's great. Okay. So my next pick, so this is the second pick of uh, somebody that just told me to play something. Okay. And, uh, but I trust their judgment because it's a uh, Nick from frontiers records. Right on. Who, well, we know he's, yeah. he's solid. And it was so packed at Striper the other night that I didn't even get a chance to say hi to him. We, we were texting back and forth, but like
0: there were so many people
3: there, you couldn't even see him. Um, but, uh, we've talked since then. And, uh, and I was just like, you got something I can play? Give me something to play that like, it is would be new to me. And yeah. um, he picked this. And, of course, it's a Frontiers artist. I can't blame The guy has a job to do. But right. this is... Uh, well, let's face it. Nowadays, Frontiers really has the, the edge on
2: everybody else as far as yeah. the awesome music coming out. I mean, these guys really... I mean, they're the champions right now. It's hard to deny There's a lot of really good up-and-coming kind of independent labels yeah. out there that are supporting hard rock and metal the way they should. But, man, nobody flies that flag like Frontiers.
3: So this is, um, this is a band I hadn't heard of until he told me about it. But when I listened to this, I was like, oh, my God. It's like Dio didn't even die. You're going to love this. Really? This is a band called Dream Child from an album called Until Death Do We Meet Again. This is a song called You Can't Take Me Down.
5: In that moment that lasts a lifetime, it's a choice to find the silence. But we never see eye to eye. I wonder why.
3: There's an ocean
5: that lies between us, growing wider with every moment. And no one will go halfway.
3: Nice, it man. Straight
2: off of Holy Diver to me. That's so cool, man. And again, where else are you getting this stuff? It's a shame yeah. that this isn't something that's, you know, a part of the mass media. Like, if we took ourselves back to say, I don't know, nineteen eighty seven mm-hmm. and this came out, there'd be a video for it on M T V sure. but M T V's gone. If we were back in eighty seven the radio stations would be playing something like that. Yep. But they don't, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it saddens me. But it also Resolidifies what we do, you know, and why we do it. We're here to make sure that hard rock and metal gets treated with the love and the respect that it deserves, that gets to the ears of the people that deserve to hear it. And, you know, together with those two things... We can keep it alive, you know, and that's our responsibility, and we've taken that upon ourselves to do so, and we appreciate everybody that listens to this show and gives us feedback on this stuff. You know, if if you love these bands that we've played today or you have a thought or a feeling about it, you know, when this episode comes up and it gets posted on our official Facebook page... We got the comment section on there. We welcome your comments. We want to know what you think of the new Enough's Enough. Stuff. We want to know what you think of the new at, New Saxon. We want to know if you ever heard that Grand Funk song before. Don't lie. You never heard. You never heard that. Mm-mm. No, it's good. I love that stuff. The new Striper, the classic Murderers Row, the Dream Child—you know all this stuff. We want to get that conversation going with you, and the perfect place to do that is at Facebook slash Decibel Geek. That's where the conversation happens. Recently, went over six thousand likes of real, legitimate, breathing people that love hard rock and metal. Honestly, one bot—that's all we need. Okay, we've got one. Oh, yeah,
3: Dave Shirt. We've
2: got Dave Shirt. He's our bot. Yeah, our bot singular. That's all we need.
3: And you know what you can do if you don't like it? Kiss his shiny
2: metal balls. That's right. Because <laughs> he's a bot. Oh man! I wonder if Dave's going to be at the old Rock and Pod Expo too.
3: I invited him, but I couldn't. I couldn't meet his guarantee.
2: No, um, no. But he, he there's didn't. There's
3: only so many cans of oil I can afford.
2: Right? Yeah, it's yeah. a long trip to, from where he's from. Yeah. Um, Talking about rock and pot Expo, which you know of course it 's that time of year we always do we 're always going to find ways to talk about it, ways to put things out there. We mentioned it earlier that the dude from Kick Tracy is coming oh, and Shiro. I wanted to talk about Kick Tracy a little bit because mm-hmm. I mean there's so many of these bands for me you know that came out that would have you know had they come out just a few years earlier would have been massive, mm-hmm. but because of the change in the musical climate in the you know mid to Early to mid 90s, you know, when all that kind of started to change, when all of a sudden people are coming around going, Oh, you can't like them long haired rockers with their guitar solos and this and that. You know, that's not cool anymore. And it's like, Why not? You know, there's new bands coming out that are just kicking ass, you know, but they didn't get their due. Kick Tracy is right up there at the top for me when it comes to that because, man, they came out with the album No Rules and. I don't even remember if it was somebody that I heard playing it or if I saw it on MTV or, wh- or how I got turned onto it. But man, I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, this is a little bit of everything that I love about music. You know, it's, it's got the killer guitars in it. The rhythm section's badass. It's, it's heavy and hard rocking, but it's melodic. The singer's got an awesome, unique voice. You know, and it was just something that really struck me as something I really liked. Well, here today, Gone Tomorrow... Was the story of Kick Tracy, Mm -hmm. but in those times, and this is why, like I have a hard time sometimes with bands. Like, like a weekend or two ago, I was listening to some System of a Down, Mm -hmm. and I was like, you know what, System of Down was pretty good. You know, for what they were, they were different. They were kind of weird, but damn, they were really good. And I never gave System of Down their due at the time because I was against it. Mm-hmm. you know at that time it was weird because like if you liked a band like Kick Tracy that meant you had to be against all these other things right. you know you I, I don't want to like Corn because I like Kick Tracy right. you know and I don't want to like Pearl Jam because I like Motley Crue right. you know and it's like somewhere that separation was made and when the people put that separation on me and says well you can't like this and also like that well then I'm going to say well fuck that because I love this mm-hmm. and that's where Kick Tracy was you will
3: even stand on top of a stool and tell people and tell people drunkenly I love poison I
2: don't care who knows and I'll do that today <laughs> to this day I will do that
3: you have to do that at Rock and Pod
2: I'll fucking do it Okay. Yeah, with no hesitation gladly I will do that because well at Rock and Pod it'll be easy because everyone else will be go, a yeah, bunch of people cheering too. you <laughs> yeah. yeah so do we that's easy there. It's easy at Rock and Pod yeah. because everybody's there for the same love and the same now, appreciation. Now you jump up on a stool
3: and say, I, I love Kanye West and I don't right, care who see, knows, then well, you're in trouble. Th- that would be the equivalent you're of right me
2: doing that back in the day. Because in the 90s, I did that one night, drunk at a bar, jumped up on the stool and screamed, I love Poison, I don't care who knows. All my friends were embarrassed and everybody looked at me. I didn't get no play from <laughs> no girls that night. you know. But I didn't care because I was so rebellious against... like, Because it made me so mad. It's like, how can you tell me I can't like Kick Tracy? Mm-hmm. How can you fucking tell me that? And why can't I also? like what you like but also still like what I like and how can you yesterday say you love this but now all of a sudden today you you, oh that's not cool no more fuck you you know (laughs) that used to infuriate me so much but now I've gotten to a place in my life I'm older I'm more mature and you know what I can like Pearl Jam I can like Metallica I can like Ozzy I can like kick Tracy Mm -hmm. and I think you're going to like kick Tracy too so off that album I was just telling you about man these guys deserve more do than they got And I think you're going to find out why when you listen to this. This is a tune called Don't Need Rules. what I'm talking about. Of course. It sucked. I, I hated like, those I times. I liked that
3: album back in the day too and uh, produced by uh, Dana Strom.
2: That's right, yeah.
3: Yep. It has a real similar production quality to uh the stick it to you album
2: right not that there's anything wrong with that because i mean that was a good solid album yeah the sound was i mean the production was really really good you know Mm -hmm. you people don't really think of dana strum the producer
3: he's got his own but
2: he definitely has a good quality sound and it it almost seems like it's kind of from like the same school as like a michael wagner you Mm -hmm. know where where you accentuate the guitars and you accentuate the vocals but um, you keep the rhythm section strong you know where everything's got that punch to punch, it yeah. you know and that's good stuff that's the way i like to have elms produced so yeah. when you think of dana Strum, you don't you don't have to necessarily just think you know the invasion you don't have necessarily just think slaughter but you know what give the guy his due for his production skills too because i mean i'd like to
3: see him get into some more of that you know mm-hmm. because
2: he's obviously got a good touch when it comes to it yeah
3: okay so we got one more to play all right and uh i have an announcement to make
2: are you gonna make the announcement now
3: yeah Oh, nice! Yeah, because I figure I'll, I mean it's by the time this comes out, it might already be public. But if 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 the on sale link is not ready yet, just watch for it because it's going to be soon. Yeah. But all the bands are confirmed, and I can announce it.
2: Oh yeah! Well, pre party time. Well,
3: pre party time. Yeah, I yeah I'll one band is kind of in question, and it's the local act. But we're gonna make it'll it'll work out. So here's where we at. Um, okay. As I mentioned, Punky and Frank are coming from Angel. Right. Frank and Punky are going to perform the night before at the pre-party. Nice. So uh, So not only will you get to meet the guys You get to see them play the night get to before. See them
2: play the night before? Yeah. Fucking awesome. So uh
3: Friday, August 24th, Mercy Lounge, Nashville, Tennessee. It's kind of right funny on. that, that uh, Angel is playing at the Mercy Lounge. Nice. Um I like that. Yeah. And uh so Frank and Punky will be doing a set Heavily with Angel stuff, as you can imagine. Sweet. they are the headliners. Um, before them, Tora Tora is going to perform a set. Fuck yeah, awesome. And they will also get Angel at the and Tora? Torra. Yes. Nice. And, what uh, a, what a bill, man, you know? That's a hell Where of else are you going to see that? Right, and then um, also. Uh, Desolation Angels are scheduled to play, the Bad Company Tribute Band. Those guys, everybody loved them last they year. They were great last I year. I mean,
2: they were really freaking good, and people really talked about how much they loved them afterwards. Maybe
3: doing a little bit of musical chairs with who plays that night due to scheduling, but as far as I know, they Mangus is gonna be still on the bill. Right on. Because Mangus is the biggest Angel fan you will ever meet in your life. So he's oh, yeah, a, for him to share a bill with Angel, that's gonna be special. He's awesome. A big reason why they are playing here. Why I yeah. pushed so hard for this to happen? So the, they're playing. And then opening the show, another guest that we announced in the past week, Mr. Ron Keel. Yeah. Ron will be doing a short acoustic set to open the night up. That's cool, man. I seen him do that
2: in Atlanta, and yep. it was a lot of fun, and people really dug it. I really dug it. And he is just a personable, nice guy. Great he's going to be a fun person to have around.
3: And he's going to be putting the pedal to the metal on promo in the months leading up for this so uh, i'm super excited to get him to nashville and and finally actually meet him i I didn't even get to meet him the last time he was here right well i did i shook his hand in atlanta but that's not a a deficient yeah but uh, because he's
2: so damn popular like every time i saw him in atlanta he had like just a crowd of people around him everywhere i went and then you'd see him again he'd be a crowd of people but he'd be different people now here's a different crowd of people they just
3: yeah ron keel people uh,
2: gravitate to that guy him
3: him and his manager aaron have been just fantastic to work with and uh, i'm excited to have them come here. So that's going on but yeah that'll be the pre-party show and uh I can't wait to, for Fantastic. it. Fantastic. It's going to be great. So I'm going Angel and Tora Tora. Angel and Tora, Tora Awesome. Yeah. It's a huge bill. And uh so yeah the the link will be up soon uh and it's only going to be 20 bucks to get in. That's a good deal. And also I'm going to make this announcement which will should help fill the uh, pre-party. If you buy a ticket to the concert that will cover your admission to the expo nice right on so you'll get two for one well that's cool there you go essentially it's a ten dollar concert ticket if you want to come to the expo the next day
2: right and if you're going to be in town why wouldn't you
3: might as well do it all right well before we get into your last song i just want to say you know what
2: we've established today once again that radio sucks and they're not giving it to you the way you deserve but you know what that's what podcasts are for You know, support all the podcasts that are involved in Rock and Pod too because these are all true believers. You know, they're true rockers that really do this because of their heart. They're not out to fucking get controversy stirred up and they're not out to, you know, build up their name based on fake bullshit. These people that are involved in rock and pod are the real fucking deal. So please support all these podcasts. Look at the list of all the stellar podcasts that are involved in this, and these are the ones you want to listen to. This is the future future of music media this is what it's going to come to because obviously like we said radio doesn't do it right anymore right but we do and so we will take over and we're taking you with us so support us and we'll go on loving you just like we always do
3: that's right so playing out the show today angel from back in the day off the sinful album this is called don't take your love and we'll see you next week
2: see you
5: See your face from a picture on the wall. I just sit by the phone.